You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ugh, Josh, when is COVID going to end? Tuesday, Thursday, April, August, autumn, winter, next year, some year. Did you you just make that up or is that from a song? No, it's from Time Heals Everything. What's that from? everyone to another episode of what's that from a Th- podcast exploring musicals we don't know but probably should this time live in the flesh we're in person this time baby new york new york we're here literally on broadway <laughs> literally on broadway the street and far uptown at an undisclosed location but on Broadway nonetheless. But Broadway's closed right now, so this is the most Broadway on Broadway Broadway is getting. Boom. <laughs> Boom. We should sell tickets to this event. <laughs> Honestly, we're working on that. <laughs> What's up from live? When we can hold live shows. Get ready. It'll be a mega mix of all of the shows that we've reviewed. So prepare yourselves. I'm Kate. And I'm Josh. And we're back with another episode, episode 11, where we're going to be exploring Mac and Mabel. A hidden gem. A hidden gem, I'd say. That people would know songs from. Like, if you heard some of these songs, you'd be like, oh, I know that song. But you wouldn't know what's that from. So true. No, that's like, I feel like this is honestly one of the most what's that from shows we've done. Yeah. Like, where I was listening to it, and I was like, wait a minute, I have heard most of these songs before, but simply never looked up where they were from. Yeah. Are you going to 30-second plot challenge Yeah, it? I honestly forgot about it until right now, so here I go. <laughs> okay, 30 minutes on the clock. <laughs> okay, 30 seconds on the clock. Three, two, go. There's a director, and he's super nostalgic about his past, so he's reliving uh, some events where he met this girl. Um, his name's Mac. Her name's Mabel. She was a waitress, and she was being rude, and he was like, she's dramatic. I want her in my movies. Then he like gets her in his movies, and um, she wants. she's like, wait, but I like being funny, but I also want to be dramatic. And he's like, wait, no, I like silent films with comedy. And then she's like, wait, but I want to be a dramatic actress. She goes to this other guy, and there's all this like stuff because they're kind of in love, and then um, she becomes a drug addict, Dime, dime. <laughs> I said dies. I was gonna finish it for you. <laughs> Spoiler: She becomes a drug addict and dies. No joke. We're laughing, but it's serious. But that's actually what happens in the plot. <laughs> no, but seriously, when you're also reading the plot, like that's kind of how it happens. Like I think it's like cute, like oh, kind of like misunderstood love story, and then suddenly they're like, and she's addicted to heroin, and um, yeah. The plot like kind of makes me angry because it starts off cool like it's like silent movie director he comes back to brooklyn it's in the 30s and um he's now like talkies are a thing so all the movies have sound and he was big when they were silent films and um he's like 
remembering um, what it was like back then. And then, like, we flash back to when he first meets Mabel. Like Kate said, she worked at a deli and was delivering food, and somebody didn't pay for it. And she was, like, yelling at them. And then he happened to see it and be like, she's a star. (laughs) So note to sell everyone, be rude in public, because that will get you noticed. (laughs) Be rude on sets. Like, deliver food to movie sets. Because she was the star. Like, the girl who didn't pay was, like, the big name. So, like, yeah. So if you're ever delivering food to someone famous, make sure you roast them publicly. (laughs) (laughs) And then she... From there was like, no, I don't want to be a movie star. And then thought about it and was like, wait, I do want to be a movie star. <laughs> so, and then she becomes a movie star. And then she's like, yeah, I want to do serious roles too. And he's like, no, like I like clowns and police officers are running around and slipping on banana peels. I feel like half of the songs are like him being like, I just want people to get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy's got to give it up. Like, that's literally like, I feel like there are definitely like three songs that have that plot point. Yeah. And I was like... All right, we get it. This guy's really into, like, the Three Stooges level, like, everyone just hitting each other. Yeah, and he's just really jaded about, like, the way movies are now. But um, then after she says that she wants to do drama, he's like, ugh, no. And so then she leaves him for another movie director, like, his rival, mm-hmm. and he agrees to make her, like, do dramatic movies. Um, and then he's like, fine, like, you are a nobody. Like, I'll find another nobody and make her a star, too. Yeah, and then, then he, like act one ends like really dramatic. Like that's yeah. kind of a cool end of like act one. But then act two starts off, and then they're back together. It's just like back. She's and then she's back with him. Like yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, what? I also was kind of like. I was like that. I was like, if I came back from intermission and the show started, and then they were just back together, I'd, I'd be, be like, like, what the? <laughs> what the? What did fair. we just go through all that for? Yeah, like, and then. um he agrees to make her dramatic movie, but then is like, I'm going to put some hokey police officers in there. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, so then she, she leaves and goes back to the like, other guy. Like, yeah, it was, so we could have just split, like cut this whole thing and they could have just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we could have just cut this whole bit with the, yeah, so true. Uh, so then she There's goes, too much back and forth. I think yeah. that's why. Like, I think if it was just a simple, like clean cut, like she goes to the other guy then she comes back eventually, then it would have been clearer but it's too much like i'm going to the other guy okay i'm back okay wait actually back to the other guy okay wait actually but maybe i'll come back we also looked at the part where she just like where they're hanging out one night and they're like getting flirty and then they end up sleeping together and then but every girl in a musical or movie written like before the 90s just like if you sleep with a guy you fall in love with them you know what i mean so she just like falls in love with this guy because they slept together and he's like no i don't want to sleep with you i I don't want to be in, in love with you like and then they do fall in love but i was kind of like are you kidding me like just I know. Because they slept together, like, she's in love with them now. I know. And then I was also just, like, mad that, like, he was blatantly, like, he was blatantly, like, I'm not going to buy you roses. I'm not going to do anything for you because, like, I don't do that. That and song like, is, like, a different version of people will say we're in love to me. <laughs> like, it kind of serves that same yeah. purpose where they're, like, yeah. obviously you're flirting and like each other. Yeah. But they're, like, never. Yeah. Mm. But he just, like, seemed like an asshole. Like, I was, like, I feel like she was, yeah. like, I was, like, slept with you and now I'm, like, in love with you. And then he was just kind of, like... Bye. Bye. <laughs> no um. dramatic movies, only comedies. Make them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally his whole narrative. He shuts the door. She's crying. Yeah, but she, he's like, ah, oh, but if I would have just hit her with the door, it would have been so much funnier. <laughs> 
But then, uh, flashback, I mean, not flashback, flash forward to where we were in Act 2, where she's with the new director, but then she's about to, like, go on a ship, like, on a cruise with this guy, mm-hmm. and happens to see Mac. Obviously. And um, her new guy, Taylor, is like, oh, she's still in love with him. So then he's like, do some heroin. <laughs> I was like, what? what? <laughs> Literally, what? In what world does, like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, she's gonna be mine if I give her drugs. Like, yeah, but. So then I, he gives her heroin, and then she becomes addicted to, to drugs. Obviously, like. And then, um, Mac goes back to, um, he, now he's using sound in his movies. So now he's doing, like, musical movies, mm-hmm. and he has a new star, and they do a big tap number out of nowhere. Tapping troubles away while, while, while Mabel is shooting heroin, everybody's tapping up a storm. This is where I really understood why this show didn't go anywhere, because I, I cannot imagine sitting at the end watching a tap number and then having them reveal that this girl is, like, a deadbeat, like, drug yeah. addict. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, huh? Oh, yeah, he really was like, he's like, I'm going to make this new girl a star. Let's give her this. The tap number is, I mean, the song's great, Dude. but it literally comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And then she, um, her lover is murdered also. And then she's the prime suspect. <laughs> so she's also like being framed for murdering her husband out of nowhere. She's like, just too many things hit the fan at the end. Yeah. And then um, when Mac is like, finally, I think I made a mistake. Let me find Mabel. She's dead. She died. Yeah. Of a drug overdose. And then he's like, you know, I don't really like how this ended. So I'm going to just imagine that it ended better. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. Overall, just like. It started it gets, so strong. It, it gets it started so, so strong. It like literally gets so crackheady by the end. Like by the end, I'm uh, like, wait, who? <laughs> it, it started so strong. And the music is just so good. Yeah, I really like, like the music. Very Broadway, like so very good. musical theater. Even from the overture, I was like, yeah. this Jerry, Jerry Herman. It's so good. Broadway. Broad Broadway. Yeah. Hello Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. And did he also do Mame? Mame. Yeah. You can't be a <laughs> No, but like... We need merch. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can't, can't be, be merch. I know. If no one else wants one, I still want one. But like the um, the music is so good. Even from the overture, I was like this music... Like listening to just the album, it made me really be like, why has this gone nowhere? Why right. have I... Like, it's very colorful. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, why have I not really heard that much of about it and like why do i kind of recognize some of these songs but not most of them but then read it when i was reading the plot i was like oh no yeah <laughs> they really messed this yeah. one up and i feel like it's a cool like i feel like the concept of like a silent movie guy who's like kind of like reminiscing about it and like you could do really cool like silent movie things or black and white well, see, or- I, I saw um videos of a london production yeah. of it where they had like rolling ladders and like movie <gasps> things like cameras rolling through the choreography it was popular in london and yeah like i saw like some cool videos where i was like oh like you can do cool staging things with this yes. and even the music like inspires like cool dancing it, in my be- mind it, like, like honestly feels very cinematic yeah. too like i feel like the whole thing honestly honestly <laughs> not, not to be redundant but it could be a good movie <laughs> <laughs> it could be a good netflix movie directed by ryan murphy <laughs> starring Lady Gaga. <laughs> you heard it <laughs> That would be what it has to be. No, but like, I feel like it could be cool in that way. Like having like silent film aspects or different. I don't know. I think there's potential, but the 
end is just so bad. Like, so bad. And, like, yeah. I think the the point, I think that they're... I don't know. I don't know if they're even making a point. But I feel like, like, Mac is so, like, old school that, like, they could have just left it at the ending and been like, this is a tragedy. But his whole, like, gripe is like, everything needs to be funny and it needs to be happy. Like, we used to go see movies and you knew you'd leave happy. So that's kind of why they do that ending. But right. I just think it's a little hokey. Well, you know it's based on a true story. Hmm. Between a famous Hollywood director, Max Sennett, and Mabel Norman. But... Really, Mabel Norman was an artist's model in real oh. life. She was a model for okay. an artist, and yeah. they made her into a waitress. And oh, then, I see. Yeah. And then um, uh, she died of tuberculosis in real life. Oh. <laughs> not. So they were like, oh, it's based on a true story, except she does not become a drug addict or get a, like a convicted of killing her husband. Right. Or- <laughs> Make it a little more modern, I guess. I feel like this could be based on anything. Yeah. Aren't there plenty of people I feel like that hop back and forth between like things? Yeah. I just think like that's kind of like a Yeah. Interesting though. Yeah. And interesting that she was like a paint painting model. That's like a such an odd job. It, it didn't run for very long. It 66 ran, performances? Eight weeks, yeah. yeah. It was short lived. And I know I was um reading somewhere too that they like had tried it out at like the Muni. I think before they took it to Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Efforts. So, like, they were trying to... um... Oh, my gosh. There's a quote. It says, audiences were not ready for a downbeat saga about a cocaine-sniffing movie queen. (laughs) (laughs) But they were saying they tried to, like, resolve the problems from, from, like, their original out-of-town at the Muni, but then it was also really bad because, yeah, they said the venue was a terrible mistake because the Muni is so big. Right. And they were like, the performances, like, people were way overplaying, and it kind of bent the show, like, out of shape. So then, yeah. Right. And, um, oh my god, I almost said Meryl, because I'm thinking about Mac and Mabel. But Bernadette, she, um, was pretty young when she did this, right? Yeah. Like, early on in her career. Yeah. She sounds great on this. She sounds so good. She sounds so good. She just has, like, a rich, like, ringing to her voice. Yeah. And she belts high. She does. Yeah. She sounds great. Yeah, but people, I don't know. It just, it did not. Yeah, it stars Brenda Peters and Robert Preston. They're yeah. Mabel and Mac. <laughs> Thought I'd switch it up for yeah. you. <laughs> really caught me off guard. The ears didn't know how to handle that one. What if that was the, maybe that's what they should have done. They called it Mabel, Mabel and Mac. Mac. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Mabel does feel like more of the main character to me. But maybe she's not. But yeah, I just, it, reading the reviews of this is so sad. Yeah. Like, or just they're like, um, so... When they, they were, I think before they were on Broadway, they were also at like a Kennedy Center in D.C. Mm. And they were like, nothing was working, said Gower Champion. He changed the staging in the scenes that had previously worked. And then um, the Washington Post review said it had all the zip of a wet, very dead flounder. Oof. Poor Gower Champion. <laughs> yeah. You can't win them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did 42nd Street. Yeah. He won that. Him, the videos of him and his wife, Marge Champion. Mm-hmm. They were from like a, a day, they were like dance partners in like the MGM days. Like they did yeah. musicals and stuff. So good. Yeah. Like some of the best dancing in like those old movies. But it's just cool that he also did things in movies and in Broadway. It makes sense why he would direct this, I guess, because he did a lot of work yeah. on movies, you know? Honestly, yeah. if he like has experience with that, it's probably like a cool. I would have liked to see like. 
I don't know. I would have liked to see the production. I'd love like, to see a production of it. Yeah. I think they just should do some rewrites. I wonder how much they rewrote for the city center. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So the... Not very good reviews, no. but... Definitely... Ugh. Wasn't well received by the awards either. I mean, they got nominated for a, a bunch. A bunch, yeah. but they uh, they really did not take the cake in this uh, yeah. this one. Eight nominations, no wins. No wins. But also, like, the one thing that I was thinking about being, like, the saving grace of the show is the music. But the music was the only thing not nominated. What? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. It does not make... It literally makes no sense. Because, I yeah, the one saving grace, you'd think... And the in that year it was like the whiz that swept, which like makes obviously yeah. makes sense. Not arguing that at all. But then the other two shows that are from that year too are also like very what's that from? Like never. Shenandoah <laughs> and um, the Lieutenant. Yeah. And Dance with Me was that the other one? <laughs> that was one of them. It did not win Best Choreography. If you're one- no, wondering, awkward. which we thought was kind of <laughs> a little awkward, that it's called Dance with Me and it did not win. If like dances, if dances in the title of your musical and you're not made for Best Choreography and you don't win, I'm just like ah, <laughs> just like oh yeah, it just doesn't sit right. Yeah, yeah. So that's a bit of a bummer for not for the Tony Award to the be all end all, but. Just a little bit of a bummer that it got nominated for so many and didn't even get nominated for the most important one, which I think, in my opinion, it like should have won that. Well, The Wiz is also really, really good. But Mag and Mabel, the music is just like unreal. I agree. I'm looking at Brenda Peters' information, and she was actually nominated the year before for her first Tony Award um, on The Town. She was nominated for Best Featured wow. Actress. And then nominated for Best Actress in Mac and Mabel. And then 10 years later... Wasn't nominated for a Tony Award until 10 years later for Sunday in the Park with George. Didn't win. Two years later, was nominated for Song and Dance and won Best Actress. And then was nominated a few more the times. And then she won again for Annie Get Your Run. Bernadette Peters like, is whoa. eternal. Yeah, Why I, I saw she... her in Hello, Dolly. And that was like life, like <laughs> fulfilling. Like that was like, check that off the bucket list. But she like... Does she age? I feel like she's simply been the same age, like, in my mind, for, like, her whole life. Yeah. Like, the age she is kind of, well, I guess right now she's, like, a little old. Like, I can tell that she's a little older. But, like, right over, I still feel like if I watch, like, Sunday in the Park with George videos, I'm like, oh, yeah, good old Bernadette. Right, I don't like, think, like, younger, older. Yeah. I mean, except for, like, this, she does sound young. Or, like, yeah. in the Annie movie, she, like, yes. looks really young. Right. Like, in the very beginning of her career. But, yeah. like, I feel like when, when she started to take off, or, like, once she's more... I feel like once she's within, like, a bunch of Stephen Sondheim stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, that is all the same era. I wonder if Stephen Sondheim saw this and was like, that's <laughs> I, my muse. <laughs> Mabel. <laughs> I feel like Stephen Sondheim would like this. Yeah. Because it's, like, kind of chaotic. Yeah. I feel like he would be like... <laughs> I feel like Stephen Sondheim would be like, this is a great piece. Hear me out, Maggie Mabel, but Sondheim's version. <laughs> that would be... The end of it would be like a crazy soliloquy. <laughs> he would really, he would go in. A heroin ballet and like a... A heroin ballet. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, I feel like he could. Okay, well, if I ever make it big and meet Stephen Sondheim, I'm going to let him know that he needs to rewrite Mac and Mabel. <laughs> You're not going to tell him anything else. You're just going to immediately be like, hey, hey, Steve. Um, just want to really quick get in here and tell you, Mac and Mabel, you ever seen it? Heard of it? You need to rewrite it real quick. <laughs> and Bernadette Peters can still play Mabel for all I care. Yeah, for all I care. What? If that'll make you happy. <laughs> I do care and I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. 
actually. In all actuality. Yeah, but I feel like, and I also think, um, it's interesting that you said you saw, like, um, like, UK productions of it. I think it had, like, a pretty good run in the UK. Like, I think that people in the UK like it. Yeah. I don't know what the translation issue is. For I've me. never been there. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm like maybe. <laughs> I don't know if it's heroin's big there. Or... If like they're just like ah oh, yes, another addict. It's fine. <laughs> to all of our listeners in London, let us know <laughs> what you think. Yeah, wait, we've seen you on the the Buzzsprout map. <laughs> there was like two listeners in London. Could be a fluke, but might be real. <laughs> let us know. Follow us on Instagram. Let us know. So, Josh, what is was your favorite song? Okay, well, ever since I was, like, first learning musical theater, like, in middle school, like, what Broadway was, I don't know where I heard um, Wherever He Ain't. Mm-hmm. Maybe probably on the Broadway channel on Sirius XM, but plug. <laughs> Sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> but um, they, that song, like, is so good. Like, it's one of my top ten favorite musical theater songs, no lie. Yeah. It, it's so good. Like, I don't know, listening to it, the orchestrations, the melody, it, it's like, I feel her frustration. Like, mm-hmm. maybe just like, because it's an easy emotion to capture. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of frustration yes. in music. Yes. Um, but like, I like totally like think the lyrics and the music yeah. fit perfectly together. It's like a full body experience. And like, just like, the way that the melody goes yes. is like a release. Like she's yes. just like, oh, like, I can tell how angry she is. Yeah, like, I sound so dumb, but like you know what I mean. No, I know exactly what like, you mean. No, it's literally like a, uh, and like a visceral hits, experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. like you're literally like, just like, no, I have no other words to explain it, but like a full body experience. Like I feel like you feel it like in your like gut, and like it's so determined too. Yeah. Like like the dance break. Like I don't know. There's it's just, I don't know, like she's getting out. Like she's moving. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if I. It's one of those songs where, like, if you were ever to, like, be in a room where, like, an orchestra was playing it and, like, someone was singing it, you would just, like, you, I, you wouldn't know what to do with yeah. yourself. Like, sometimes when I, like, get really, yeah. like, excited about things, like, my body is, like, I can't even, like, sit. Like, I need to, like, move around because I'm like, oh, ha, ha. You're so right. I want to hear this song with a full orchestra yeah. live. Live. Yeah, I'd freak out. <laughs> I'd say that. I also, like, look what happened to Mabel. I do too. I think that song is so cute. I had never heard it before. Yeah, I think it's so cute. Yeah. And I like um, Time Heals Everything. That's my favorite, I think, Time Heals Everything. It's like the ultimate, like, breakup song. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not one that's like, I can't wait to get back together, whatever. It's just very, like, someday with time. I don't know when, but, like, I'll get over it. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like yearning for anything, which I like about it like it's very just like matter of fact yeah oh it's so such pretty. a good song a very cathartic song yeah. to just like listen to the album does kind of go all over the place so i feel like we picked all the like songs that are very like beautiful ballads but yeah. like there are some like there's some there are some like uh flat ones honestly like yeah. i'm talking about how good the music is but honestly like they're good select hits yeah like i want to make the world laugh is a good one i want to send roses is pretty and also, I don't like the like the subject that's going on, like the right. setting, but like I like the song. Yeah, and like the ta- the tap your troubles away one is like fun. Kind of makes no sense in the show, like kind of a random number, but yeah. I liked it. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I could imagine like the cutest little like second grade tap like class doing a little dance right. from Suzuki's dance video. <laughs> Literally. 
yeah. <laughs> that was like my mental image, which maybe isn't the best for the circumstances of the show. But I was like, what a fun little little ditty. So, so Josh, the time has come to rate the show. Mac and Mabel. I give it six out of ten. Okay. Seven out of ten. Okay. Wow. Seven out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The ending, six out of ten. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It ends so poorly. I think I'd have to give it, yeah, like a five or a six. I'd give Wherever He Ain't a ten out of ten. But, okay. So, I feel like that kind of has to bring the whole average up a little six bit. Six and a half. No, honestly, I give the concert version of Mac and Mabel ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, give, I give the physical production, like, a five. Yeah. The plot, it yeah. just hurts. Some of these old shows, I just can't with the plots. Like, I think we need to start doing what Hollywood does, where they do, like, remake A Star is Born, and they keep, yes. like, the same, like, structure, kind of, but, like, change whatever they want to. Like, why can't yeah. we do that? Because I feel like there's something here, and I feel like the songs are so good, and they kind of, like, it's not like these songs, like, at all uh, clue at the fact that she's a drug addict or anything. There's nothing really that says anything in the music about right. that. I think Act 1 is doesn't need as much work as Act 2 does. Yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, but, I wonder if this good new microphone can pick up a, a car just drove by bopping in New bopping York City. Music. <laughs> um, but yeah. Kind of a disappointer, this one. I would say so. I was expecting a little more. The album is good, and I, I listened to the original Broadway cast, and I also listened to the like London Revival one. And the London Revival one's also, like, really, really, really good. Oh, I didn't listen to that Yeah, it's, one. like, really good. <laughs> that was the one I, for some reason, orig- like, originally listened to. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess that just came up on my Spotify first. There's a, um, I have the record, like, the vinyl of Jerry's Girls, which is Jerry Herman's review of, he literally just got together his favorite women he's worked with in his career and made a Broadway musical out of it. Thank God. And it's called Jerry's Girls. <laughs> and Andrea McArdle. Who played Annie? Yes, the original Annie. She sings all of the Mabel stuff in it, and she sounds really good. Yeah, the songs are honestly great for yeah. girls. Like a, a well kept secret that, like, I think can really like knock people's socks off. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, There's some gems. Mac and Mabel. Are we close the chapter on this one? It's been real. It's been fun. It's it's been real fun, I think. <laughs> a real fun adventure. <laughs> I think it's been fun enough that Mac would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, but nobody got like punched in the face or hurt, so maybe not. <laughs> I just punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, the silent film of what's that from? Comedy. Playing comedy. Genius. Well, check us out on Instagram at WTF underscore b way that is at w t f underscore b w a y and we'll be posting a new post every monday and wednesday for sure on our musical reveal mondays and our what's that from wednesdays but we're also trying to expand our social media presence so be looking out for some fun and exciting new things we'll be rolling out very soon we'll see you next week woohoo
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.